Consistently inconsistent is what Truman Capote liked to call himself. And maybe he was. We all are, actually. There is much less unity in personality than we like to believe. Not none, but less. But Capote was flagrantly consistent about at least one matter. When describing his early life, he always told the same two stories. It may be that neither is true, it may be that each is partly true, but it makes no difference. False memories tell us just as much about a person as true memories do, sometimes more. Here's the first story. It was a certain period of my life, I was only about two years old, but I was very aware of being locked in this hotel room. My mother was a very young girl. We were living in this hotel in New Orleans. She had no one to leave me with, she had no money, and she had nothing to do with my father. She would leave me locked in this hotel room when she went out in the evening with her beau, and I would become hysterical because I couldn't get out of this room. I can't remember anything about that whole period except things like that. Because very soon after that, I was separated from her. Elsewhere, Capote was more attuned to the emotional devastation the episode entailed. He told Gerald Clark, Eventually I would become so exhausted that I would just throw myself on the bed or on the floor until they came back. Every day was a nightmare, because I was afraid they would leave me when it turned dark. I had an intense fear of being abandoned, and I remember practically all my childhood as being lived in a state of constant tension and fear. Capote made frequent use of this particular scenario. It was the sort of story he dusted off with special devotion. The writer John Knowles, Capote's neighbor, and famous in his own right for the classic novel A Separate Peace, says, Truman often talked about himself. Oh, my God, yes. Just after I first met him, Truman began telling me his life story. This terrible, tragic story. The central tragedy, as he saw it, in his life is a scene. Truman is two years old. He wakes up in an utterly strange room, empty. He yells, but he's locked in there. He's petrified, doesn't know where he is, which is in some dumpy hotel in the Deep South, and his parents have gone out to get drunk and dance. They have locked this tiny little boy in this room. That was his image of terror, and I think it was his way of symbolizing the insecurity of his youth, this image of that kind of abandonment. There are a few things to notice about this memory right away. In the first version, it's his mother who was locking him in, and, according to Clark, instructing the staff not to let him out, even if he screamed, whereas in the other two it was his mother and father. So the facts varied slightly, as they often will when we recall early events from our lives. There's also the question of accuracy. Capote was just two years old. He said he was very aware of being locked in the room, but that's unlikely. More likely is the possibility that Capote reconstructed the scene from the vantage point of adulthood maybe after being told about it by his mother or someone else in the know. But the singularity of the scene, I can't remember anything about that whole period except things like that. 
its saliency, lends it special power. It colonized Capote's experience and drew other memories or fantasies or dreams into its orbit.